Because from the top, have you been doing any shopping on Amazon? You say from the top because my hair's thinning out? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, I've done some shopping on Amazon. It's great. Love the site. Good. I hope you're going to campfirepod.com and clicking on the Amazon link because you and everybody else can help support the show. Me? Yes, you. And everyone else? Yes. How do they do that again? They go to campfirepod.com. That's C A M P P O D. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you take it over from here. You're talking about C A M P F Y R E P O D dot com? That's exactly what I meant to say. And then you, you knew click what on that Amazon say. link on the right hand side, and anything you buy, we might make a small commission off at no extra charge to you. That's the one. All right. Let's do that. Help support number two podcast. Hi, I'm Londres. And I'm Eric, but you can call me Tello. This show is a family-oriented show, but it's oriented from the adult perspective. We talk about adult situations, and very often we use adult language. So if there's any kids in the room, kick their asses out. They don't belong here right now. Unless they want to learn something about life. Right. This may not be suitable for children. And I'd like to add, I don't want to make anybody mad, and I love my family and friends. I do too. Well, cuz, it's episode 44. Gosh, I feel like we're catching up to your older brother. Uh. He's way old. Why did you have to do that? Why do you hate when I burp into the microphone? I hate any sounds that come from the body that is not voice. That was my voice. That was my voice saying, Speak. Speak what? Cuz, where are you? I can't hear you. I'm right here. Oh, were you drinking? I'm drinking on the job again. Again? It's not wine. It's just coffee, though. A little spiked with a little something, something. That's what I need to do, probably. I'm not a big fan of the drinking. So you do what you got to do. I could have spiked it with cinnamon or some type of other coffee spiker. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, barista, I would like a coffee. Can you spike it with some cream and sugar? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think I'm a bad mom. Well, I agree with you. Well, I'm actually starting to. You'll get no argument from me. (laughs) <laughs> no seriously why do you think you're a bad mom um because isabel um your oldest daughter really, yes my oldest child is not she's not a child anymore i mean she'll always be my baby but she's growing into a young woman and she's focusing on her health and i think we had talked about this maybe before that college going into college you kind of gain a little weight yeah they call it the freshman 15 yeah and so she's you know she's struggled with that but she's been going to the gym and working out she'll go after work um she's started going in the mornings and she's asked me twice excuse me disclaimer 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 Oh, you can you can come in if you need to. I'm sorry, guys. Again, 
Um, is this Littlefoot? Yes. And she walks in and she's just looking at me. She doesn't have her glasses on. She's just like, no. And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. Just tell her to come through. Come through. And quit squeaking the door. Littlefoot. I see Littlefoot in the background. By the way. You know what's scary? Just, just, she slept in her clothes. I, <laughs> I've done that. It's not fun. Uh, yeah. But real fast, I just want to say, I think Disney or somebody is making a Littlefoot movie. There's an animated feature called Littlefoot. So we might not have permission to use that term anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> we'll stop. <laughs> We'll call it. Anyway, we'll call it, we'll call it uh, pie poquito. Pie. Or pia put, pia put. <laughs> oh my goodness, pia put. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Isabel's been Whoa, getting no, up early in the morning. Wait, real fast. What? We yeah. had the first official pia put sighting on this show. <laughs> I I got footage. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I I worked with the lady that her and her husband um, would go on she and her Bigfoot husband. hunts. Yeah, would go on what? Bigfoot hunts. Did they call it what I think they call it? What? Squatching. Yep. Oh, are you serious? You know some <laughs> squatchers. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I know that this is completely sidetracked. What we were planning to talk about, you were talking about your daughter and how what a bad mother you are. I just but, don't wake up in the mornings when she goes to the gym and invites me. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> today was one of them <laughs> well since today's a podcast recording day thank you but uh it might not be a bad idea to join your daughter not it's not that n- not not for anything that you need to do although it'd be great since you're nearly 40 and and you should be in good physical condition trust me yeah. i know from experience <laughs> but um just to be there for support for your daughter to help encourage her I, you know, I, I know that women especially, I mean, men too, to a certain degree now, but women for the longest time and still now uh, have had these these images of what your body should look like just everywhere. You know, magazine covers, mm-hmm. TV, movies, billboards, uh, comic books. Uh, <laughs> help me out because I'm trying to you make go to the it. Doctor's tr- op- you go into the doctor's office is, and there are... Instagram, of, Twitter, yeah. Facebook. It's everywhere. There's, uh, you know. Friendster, MySpace. <laughs> I'm kidding. Snapchat. But Snapchat. Inst- I already said Instagram. What are the other social media networks? I want to make a, a long, ridiculous list of where you can find. Twitter. I already said Twitter. Twatter. Mm, yeah, you can get some distorted body image looking at Twatter also. <laughs> no, but... I, I and it's I think it's uh, it'd be nice for you to join her so that you can kind of help keep her motivated. Keep, yeah, keep her motivated, but also give her an idea of uh, a proper uh, body image. You know, not not some of these ridiculous, impossible to reach images that she might be, hopefully not trying to to compare to, but might be influenced by. Like yeah. me, yeah, and I do. Go ahead. And I, I've encouraged her because to, to, to try to go in the mornings where she may, you know, it may give her more energy throughout the day. I'm the one that said, if you go in the mornings, it will probably work better for me because once I get home after work or in the evenings, it's, I can't, I know for sure I can't commit to it. And so she's invited me three times and I've unfortunately declined, well, but 
I I ask her to please keep inviting me, and I know I'm going to do it. Well, that's good, but you are a bad mother for denying her three times already. <laughs> I know. Someone else was denied three times. I know. Stop. <laughs> My chair is squeaking. I'm trying <laughs> not to move. Well, I mean, just to get started, disclaimer on my end, there's a thunderstorm coming in and you might hear some some rolling thunder off and on. And on your end, there's a Pia Put sighting and get let's get back to the squatch and tell me about your friends who squatch. I, you never told me about this. Yeah, um just, I don't really have a lot. Well, before you get started, just a I'm a huge fan of they're called cryptids. Are you familiar with cryptids? I believe she's mentioned that to me. Okay, well, cryptids once. are are what some people might just call mythical creatures, like Bigfoot, mm-hmm. Loch Ness monster, um, uh, Chupacabra, the Jersey Devil, uh, you name it. Like, uh, were you talking about one yesterday too? Oh, La Mar, La Mar, La Marta. Yeah, La Marta. <laughs> uh, I guess. Um, yeah, she's she's. Except that she actually exists. And my brother caught one Wait. one time. Did I tell you about this? Before we get into your squatch, my brother caught una Marta, la Marta. And he made the mistake of feeding her. And then she kept coming around. And like all of a sudden we were stuck with this responsibility of la Marta. Yeah, and your mom would make spaghetti or lasagna. La Marta suerta. Wait, what does that mean? The Marta That's what love? she said. <laughs> Oh, I, I was thinking mala, mala suerte, suerte, suerte. Yeah, I probably don't do that one. That's too related to another yeah, bad okay. evil Is saint. It? Okay, <laughs> so la, just we'll just go la Marta, la Marta mala. There it is, la Marta mala tamala. Yeah. No, nah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, let's just not just to say la Marta. That's it. I'm talking about my ex sister in law for anybody who doesn't know because she gets on my nerves oh, and I can't God. stand her. <laughs> And she brings bad luck wherever she goes. So stay away if you see one. The Pia Put, that's a friendly, friendly, friendly creature in in the woods. But so squatching is what a term that people use for who who go hunting Sasquatch. And I know yeah. this. I'm look. I, ever since I was a kid, I've been fascinated by this stuff. I can't say that I 100% believe in it, but just the fact that there, just the possible, the slimmest possibility that something like this might exist just it 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 brings out the inner child in me and makes me just get so excited because the thought of a creature like this existing is just it's so mysterious and well go ahead and maybe it can unlock some some questions of our own ancestry or or not but just to think that a giant hairy animal mammal with some intelligence has been living in secret in the woods in the in the forests of several countries and only a few have i'm assuming only a few have survived if there are any uh, if if this thing has ever existed and that it's been able to survive all these years and still be so uh like it, secluded and, yeah, or secluded, in secret secretive just without social media yeah like bigfoot if he had a twitter account that thing would blow up <laughs> loch ness monster nessie come on man 
Who wouldn't want to go swimming in that lake and take a selfie with Nessie? Tell I me. would go get it. I would definitely use Instagram more. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. Now, she, um, my friend, I call her my friend. She's a friend. She's a very sweet lady. But her husband is very, um, an outdoor man. He loves fishing and doing all that outdoor stuff. And she told me that they would go on these I guess I'm going to call them adventures. And she will attest that it is true. Like Bigfoot or whoever they're looking for is, is this a real deal, man? I believe it. I've seen footprints. It. They've been taking plaster casts. <laughs> <laughs> Cause Look, the, I don't mean the, the to skeptical. Move. The, I'm sorry, just real fast. The skeptical adult in me, just so people don't think I'm completely crazy. Skeptical adult in me thinks a lot of this is fake. But again, that little kid inside of me who who loved this growing up, because I'm a fan of monsters, you know, it's a real life monster, wants to believe uh, that it exists so badly in this world. It probably does, because... Thank you. It does. Um, I wanted to show you something, because you got on to me not too long ago. I think we weren't... I don't think we were actually doing a show, because um, you're mean to me sometimes. About me not taking pictures in our number two shirt, right? You wanted yeah. me to, to I wanted you so we could put it on the website. Yeah, and I did do that. I, I have pictures, and I have uh, solo pictures, and I have uh, pictures with me and my family. <laughs> and I wanted, I didn't think about this when we did the show with the Mother's Day thingy. But uh, remember the book that I was telling you my kids got me? Yeah. With the Okay. Um, the number two podcast shirt made it in there. And I'm going to, I might have to make some noise here to move this. Um, you see that? See, why didn't you ever see it? That's a lovely photo of you and your daughter. And, and we're both represented. Yeah. And you never yeah. sent that to me. Why haven't you sent that? I, I don't know. Because I'm bad with communication. You're a bad mother. Because <laughs> I'm a bad mother. <laughs> But I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot to tell you that. Yeah. We're Thanks famous. a lot. We made it. Yeah. My kids love the shirts. Isabella wears hers all the time. Really? And by the way, yeah. By the way, you look super nice today. Yeah. I was yeah, like, I wore I, my you go to church? tuxedo t shirt that with a name tag yeah. that says, hello. It says, hello. I'm sexy, I'm and, sexy I and I know it. <laughs> this was actually a Christmas present from your sister a few years ago. That's too funny. From your fave cuz? No, 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 no. Uh, oh. Your sister Lupe. Oh. My cousin Lupe. So fave. Oh, I really like that. I thought that would have been a shirt from your fave cuz. What are you yeah. saying about my fave cuz? Don't you Nothing. talk about my fave cuz. My number one fave cuz phobia. <laughs> I know. I will not stand for this man. I <laughs> know. Um. So I reached out to, uh, not to bring our show down in any shape or form, but I feel like maybe we can acknowledge a recent situation that happened. Are, are you talking about the high school stuff? Yes. Yeah. And, um, well, just, we're recording, this is, we're recording this a little early because you're going to be out of town, but just mm -hmm. recently there were, I mean, there have been high school shootings way too often, but recently there were there was one that was really close to home, 
in mm-hmm. Santa Fe, Santa Fe High School. Right. Yes. And that same day, there was another shooting in Georgia at a high school graduation at Mount Zion High School. Right. And I don't know what the answer is. Like I, we're not a political show. We're goofy, laughing at our family, making fun of the dysfunction. But I always say, you know, in the midst of all that dysfunction, there's still there's a, a real love in our family. And when I I read the news late that night that it happened, the compl- the the entire day I was at work and just completely was oblivious to what was going on in the world. And that night I get home and I'm I'm reading this news before I go to bed, and I'm just thinking that these poor kids this is the world they live in right now and whatever we've been doing isn't working so something has to change Mm -hmm. and if that means changing a gun law i'm for it and if that doesn't work then search for another solution but what we're doing right now isn't working Uh, we have family near that area which thank god everyone we know is fine but the fact of the matter is children lost their lives. I saw an interview mm-hmm. with a student from Santa Fe High School, and they asked her something to the effect of, were you, were you surprised? You know, were you thinking this can't be happening here? And her answer was, no. I it, I expected it to happen. It was just a matter of when. Yeah. And for, for a child, I mean, a teenage kid who is going to high school to learn, for them to expect a massacre something like that mm-hmm. so, something of this magnitude this horror to happen and just just waiting for it to happen there's something going there's something wrong right and we have to do what we can to fix it and i don't know what that solution is but mm-hmm. i've been i uh, what's the saying um if if you allow bad things to happen and don't do anything, then you're just as guilty of it. Something along that line. Yeah. I've we have to. I think we have to build a better reputation for our schools to to prevent this from happening anymore. That I I don't know what the answer is, but like you said, if you allow, I'm not saying people are just allowing it, letting no, it, no, but no, it's, but, it, but definitely I mean, something needs to change. If I There's just sit on the sidelines and not do anything then I'm allowing it to happen. So if uh, in the past I've not been a political person, uh, I've abstained from voting because I just haven't educated myself about some of the issues or Mm -hmm. because I I didn't have faith in the politicians who were nominated. But the fact of the matter is our votes are what's going to take to make a change happen. I mean, uh, kids, these kids now have become very political and have a movement going and I'm proud of them because this generation of millennials have gotten a bad reputation for being uh, complacent and and lazy, mm-hmm. and you know now in the in the sight of this this horror this traumatic these traumatic events, they've risen and have a very powerful voice, and I'm proud of them for doing that, and yeah. I support them, and you know we 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 live in Texas which is a very gun friendly state i'm not a a gun person personally i don't know about you i'm i'm no. not against guns i'm not against the ownership of guns but the laws that we have in place just aren't working something has to change and right now i'm looking at the law and like i said if changing that doesn't fix the situation 
then we'll have to look for another solution. But right. not changing it and continuing with the status quo, things are just going to continue to happen like this. Right. So that's my I, piece, um, uh, if you want to add anything else to it. No, I just think that I, I agree that something needs to happen. I don't know what the answer is to that, um, but we're in May, and there have been 22 shootings, high school shootings, or school-related shootings this year already. And I heard on the news that if if it keeps going at this rate, we're looking for at least, if not more than 50 shootings for 2018. So going back to what you saw on the news with the girl that was interviewed, it's not just in, I mean, there are some areas that you, they showed a map of this, of the United States. And there are some areas that haven't had any, some that have had one or two, you know, they're closer together, but it's, it's a nationwide deal that, it's not an one school, right? And not one school is considered to be safe. Um, I see kids walking home from school. It's it's just, and that's great. Well, I, I you know, don't know that, if you that wanna, they're able to do that. I don't know it, if you want to talk about it, but you said that there were people who had concerns. Oh who, yeah, um, you. that you know they they don't. I mean, my sister. I don't know if that's what I was talking to you about. She doesn't even know if she wants to send her kids back to school. Like we were talking about, even these students in Santa Fe, they're about to graduate. That graduation is a life-changing event, and it's something that they're starting to really live into a different journey in their life, and now their lives have been changed forever just based on this this one situation which has taken away from their actual graduate you know what i'm saying it's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah, that's supposed to be a, a a cause for celebration and as you mentioned it's a life it's a it's a life event you're going from one stage of your life to another to another and you don't want to start this new stage of life with the with this these horrific images or this this fear this this uh, i don't even know how to put it into words but just like this you're mourning this, yeah, I mean that's a terrible way to start a stage of your life with mm-hmm. with death. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. I I think something needs to be changed. Um, voices they do matter. You know, we have so much ability in, in this country, and I think um, I feel like things will change. But again, like you were saying, the answers and how and when is it needs to happen sooner than later. I agree. <clears throat> and to quote Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. So if you're not happy with the way things are, get out there and do something to make it change. Hopefully for the better. I mean, we all have our ideas of, of how we can improve the situation. And <laughs> um, as an American, it's your right to, to speak, speak your peace and to vote and put the people in power who can make the changes that need to be changed. So, do your part. Sorry, that was my chair again. Okay. So, yes, did they catch Bigfoot yet? No. <laughs> but I want to say she had pictures, but I don't know if they're pictures of things that she's researched online and then her and her husband have gone to those sites. 
don't quote me on any of this, but that's I'm what fact I remember. Check you. There's a lot of facts. Out there about <laughs> I Bigfoot. don't quote me. Yeah, <laughs> I think we've talked about Bigfoot before too on the show. I'm I'm pretty sure we have. I think I cut it out. It was a Bigfoot story that they found the body washed up on shore someplace, or somebody shot yeah, it. But it yeah. was a fake story. Yeah, fake. And news. I don't want my first encounter with Bigfoot to be a dead Bigfoot. It just depends. I want it to be know, alive and well. Friendly? Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> oh, I think my feet are actually shrinking since we're talking about Bigfoot. <laughs> so you're those Got big little foot <laughs> square feet are now little square feet. Yeah, you our know, cousin, I was actually, our cousin Patricia put it best. You have Fred Flintstone feet. That's a shame. You know? <laughs> that is such a shame. But I love my feet. You know, I need them. So yeah, yeah I'll, I'll totally. take him I mean, square and flat off. and fat. Yeah. Do you remember, um, right, remember a long time ago, the internet phenomenon called planking, where people would lay straight and take a picture of them planking on things? Yeah, I just planked the other day. Okay, well, that's an old <laughs> thing. But a short-lived one following that was called stanking. Do you remember that? No. Where you take a while you're while you're sitting on the can taking care of business, you take a picture of your pants around your ankles and send Oh my it. gosh, you sent that to me. Yeah, I stanked you. And then you stanked <laughs> me back. <laughs> and you had your Fred Flintstone feet in that picture and <laughs> I it was so disturbing. First of all, the fact that you're a woman and you would stoop to the level of, of a childish man like that <laughs> and stank me back. <laughs> I made sure it was did not reveal any anything, you know, it was just like Well, I mean, I did the same tell, thing. Roll, I'm not roll down you. roll down pants. <laughs> I, I I wasn't trying to reveal anything to you either. I was just trying to gross you out and then you sent that back and grossed me out. So you win. <laughs> Good for you. And that was the last time I ever stayed anybody. <laughs> oh, that was funny. That was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of weird. That was, yeah, during my Kansas years. I was trying to be funny. I'm supposed to be the guy who can outdo, I'm supposed to say the outlandish, ridiculous things that get people to go, or whatever. And then y'all follow up with stuff that's way worse. I think we get that, that trait or personality, whatever, from our parents. Yeah, we're a bunch of cochinos. Yeah. They just like, and I'm like, whoa, I totally was not expecting that from you. <laughs> like your mom, who is super religious and pious and righteous, will say some of the filthiest things. Oh my gosh. What about your mom us. when she was given her sexual harassment work situation? <laughs> <laughs> that was surprising. I honestly did not. I've never heard that story. I wasn't expecting that. I thought she was going to say... <laughs> Oh, you know, the, the, the hotel. Like, she didn't say the hotel rooms were nice, but I thought she'd say something like, oh, Pia, Pia put, Pia put, Pia put sighting. No, I thought she would say something like, oh, you know, they, they pooped the bed or something like that. Or she had to clean up some kind of mess like that. Something, you know, gross like that. I didn't know it was going to be like somebody propositioning her. That surprised the heck out of me. And quite yeah. frankly, it upset me. Not that my mom said that, but that something like that happened to my mom in her younger days. Yeah, yeah, we've come a long way. I say we as women, because, you know, let somebody say some caca like that right now, and your mom would own a hotel. (laughs) (laughs) 
excuse me. Anyway, so, um, yeah, that was funny. They say some crazy things. Parents say the darndest things. Don't they? I remember the time. <coughs> oh, you okay? Sorry. Yeah. It's oh. got a little sign of strainage going on. <laughs> <laughs> Parents do say the darndest things. I remember the time my mom said, you need to get out of this house and live on your own and take care of yourself. And I was like, ha, ah, that's the darndest <laughs> thing, mom. <laughs> Which she never said that. She would gladly take me back in a second in the house and support me. Yeah, I'm sure she would. Shut up. You're a mijo. She'd be like, mijo. Do you have a cutoff date for your kids? Like when they have to move out? Because I know a lot of people do. No? (laughs) No. I tell uh, Luis sometimes, um, you know, I want them to, obviously I've done some bad parenting as far as like I shelter them Obviously. so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh no. And the other stuff too. <clears throat> um, excuse me. I keep doing that. Um, I shelter them. And so, you know, I do want them to go out and I have to let them go do their own thing. But, uh, I still have this, you know, especially with girls. Well, I can't say just girls with my son too, but, <clears throat> If they were to say, I'm ready to move out and, you know, I'm doing this, this and that, I think I would be okay because I would feel like, I don't know that they want to leave. That That's one thing. Um, but if they were to say, you know, mom, I, I, I slipped up. <laughs> And this is, you know, I'm pregnant or something like that. I would not let them leave. I would not say, get out. You need to go do this. You need to do that. No, I would want to make them stay here and I would want to help them. I would not encourage them to get married. I would want to be their support so that they're not forced into a situation to where they have to, I don't know. I want them to, to succeed. Um, but like I said, if they came to me and said, okay, I'm ready to make the next move and move out because I want to have I'm my own place. I'm tired of by your rules. And yeah. I or just, I want, no. yeah. But really, I don't really have rules. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I have boundaries and respect, but. I don't think you have boundaries. I mean, I think I you do. You let people walk all over you. I mean, with your kids, yeah. I'm talking about other stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm not trying to steer the conversation that way, but <laughs> it's okay to say no to people sometimes when they ask you to do so. Yeah. I know I'm learning <clears throat> and I've got like a lot of white, I mean, gray hairs that have, I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> this is so-and-so that said, <laughs> I remember but, when I was moving out of mom's house, I, it was such an uncomfortable conversation for me. I was way old too. I should have been moved out like nine years prior to that, but I had gone to college for, seven years the first time through off and on paying my way as I could afford it. And mom was nice enough to let me live at the house rent free while I was in school. And then I graduated and I worked a couple of years after that and was finally able to get on my feet and move out at the tender age of 27, 28. It was really old. It's embarrassingly old. I'll admit that. <laughs> But I sat, I sat her down, and I was so afraid that she was going to take it as some sort of like rejection of her, 
I was like, Mom, I have to talk to you. I've decided to move out. And I thought she was going to, you know, get upset and tell me I was crazy. <laughs> I couldn't take care of myself. Something, you know, I was expecting her to fight mm-hmm. it. But she was really mature about it. And it was such a relief because it was a stressful thing for me. Mm-hmm. And then, like, maybe a year and some change after that, my job mm-hmm. was closing down in that town. And I had to, fo- I was following it to Kansas. Mm-hmm. So then I had the uncomfortable conversation of telling my mom I was moving out of, not just out of the city, out of town. I was moving out of the state. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know how she's going to handle this. If she sheds one tear or asks me not to move, I'm like, I'm, that's it. I'm quitting my job. I have to stay here for my mom. Yeah. Your mom's like, when do you leave? No, no, no. She wasn't like that. Again, she handled it really well. I'm, I'm sure it hurt her to have to, for me to have to leave because I know, you know, she yeah it's so far away it was so far away yeah and but she handled it very maturely like a (laughs) grown-up i was so proud of my mom for handling that like an adult and and allowing me to spread my wings and fly (laughs) but it was difficult for me too and i'm i'm proud of myself because I thought I would be homesick right away. And it wasn't like mm. I was like, hap- like, oh, thank God I'm away from the family. I was, I was happy to be out of my hometown. I was sad to be out of Texas. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely had my, my bouts of homesickness. Yeah. And, I, and thank, you were there for me a lot of times. So thank you for that. I mean, when you answered your no, phone. Cause, when yeah. you answered your phone. We talked other, a lot. Yeah, we did. That's actually, I think, how this podcast was born. Just the yeah, idea of it so. anyway. Yeah. yeah, we planted that seed. It's kind of disgusting, but yeah. <laughs> what planting a seed? Now, now we're we're sowing it and reaping the the crop that has grown from it. Now, now our crop has come in, and it's time to <laughs> sell it and cash <laughs> cash out. How much do you think we can get for a podcast that gets like three or four downloads a week? I don't know. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's not a pee. What bucks. is that one? That's a. Uh, it's Miho. I was gonna say okay. something about him. Well, while you we... think about that, I wanted to tell you. Um, I, I saw some uh, some friends last night, the my, my former roommates, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we were just catching up a little bit and talked about uh, our our jobs and stuff. And I told her that I was uh, taking on some new responsibilities, and I was kind of nervous about it because I'm I'm just not sure that I'm I'm ready for that. And she gave me some very good words of encouragement that I wanted to share with you and our audience. Would you like to hear them? Absolutely. I'm always in good. I always keep an open mind. (laughs) (laughs) About me accepting these new responsibilities. She said, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be worthy. You only have to be willing. And I was like, oh, man, that's great advice. I said, I might need some more of your motivational speech in the near future. And she told me that that was actually a quote from St. Padre Pio. Are you familiar with this saint? I'm very, not, I shouldn't say very, yes, I am familiar. Thanks to my baby sister, Lupi. Okay, well, I, I had just, this is the first time I've been introduced to him. So in the spirit of don't fact check me, I did a little bit of cursory research and I found a website that has five things we can learn from St. Padre Pio. And okay. I'd, again, I'd like to share that with you in the audience if, if you're cool with that. Absolutely. Let's hear. I'm, I'm trying to write these down. So, Okay. Well, the first one was that quote, you don't have to be worthy. You only have to be willing. 
Mm-hmm. I'll repeat that because I think I didn't say it that well. You don't have to be worthy. You only have to be willing. Okay. And it says you can be, it can be easy to feel unworthy, to hold a certain position or be put in charge of a task. Padre Pio reminds us that we need only to be willing to accept the challenge. We do not have to be perfect by any means. The Lord only requires that we say yes. Wow. To the Very dress. powerful. No. So I was like, that's, yes, that's very good advice. And I, I will keep that in mind as I take on these new responsibilities. And it has another, it has, <clears throat> excuse me. And it has uh, some more advice. God will never permit. What is wrong with me? I can't talk today. I don't know. Maybe it's because you're, never mind. <laughs> God will never permit. I can't say permit. God will never permit anything to happen to us that is not for our greater good. Cousin, are you listening? I'm listening. I'm writing parts of that down. I I can send you the website. Please do. I'm I'm looking for your response. (laughs) God will never permit anything to happen to us that is not for our greater good. That's a good one, too. It goes on to say, this is a difficult reality to swallow especially when we do not receive an outcome we had hoped for, which is for me a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ask for a lot with a big expectation and right. I, I don't always get what I ask for, but that's fine. You know, right. it's, it's humbling and it's good for us to, otherwise we get, become spoiled children. Right. Anyway, it says, but it's a great reminder of Romans eight twenty eight. We know that all things work for good for those who love God. God knows what he is doing, after all, and he holds each and every one of us in the palm of his hand. We simply need to trust in his ways as hard as that may be. And I find it, there are several times in life when I find it difficult. But again, like I, as much as I struggle with my faith, at the end of the day, I believe in, in God and I trust in the Lord. And mm-hmm. he's carried me through a lot of things. Absolutely. So, number three. God will always give us more than we deserve. It's up to us, I think, to to see that. And this you know is what I mean? a, no. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it goes on to say, um, "What great encouragement! Once we hand God the reins, He often has a funny way of returning the favor by blessing us more than we could ever have imagined." Yep. And this, to me hits close to home with my, my, we talked about it before, my issue with tithing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to get out of debt and I've been trying to tithe or donate to charitable organizations and I just haven't been that good about it. But uh, Dave Ramsey, the guy I listen to who's, who's given me this plan for getting out of debt, reminds us that it's not our money, it's God's money. We are just stewards of the money. So we need to handle it with a responsibility. So that's something that I, I need to delve deeper into and be more charitable uh, with with what little I have. I mean, in the Bible, it talked about uh, the woman who gave um, her her two, uh, what was it? What was the, the currency? She gave what, basically, I guess, in, in, in modern lingo, it would be like her last two cents to the mm-hmm. church. And she was poor. And like, I'm not that poor. I have more than two cents to give, so. I need to be more charitable and uh, God, I I mean, and as long as it's coming from a a pure, true place in my heart and not just looking for a reward, 
God will take care of me. Yeah. Number four, and this one, I like this one because this is this suits my personality more. Serve the Lord with laughter. Like, yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, everyone takes such a serious tone when when it comes to service to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that it, it becomes quite boring to me. And I understand being reverent and respectful to the Lord, but God has made me the way I am, my personality and my irreverent humor and my sometimes uh, some t- dancing on the line and maybe occasionally slipping over it. Mm-hmm. So it says, uh, this is self-explanatory. Laugh, be joyful, smile. We never know whose day we might make. We never know whose day we might make by a simple laugh, smile, or kind word. I, I, I think that's probably one of my favorites. Yes. So I will try and serve, the, I will try and do the Lord's work by continuing with my horrible sense of humor. <laughs> I am, um, I'm a, huge believer in, in number five. Um, that, number five? I thought that was number five. That was smile. number four. Oh, well then number four. Yeah, that's my favorite too. <laughs> five and four. <laughs> well, I think you'll like five too because I really like this one. I mean, oh, this no. What's the matter? I think... Um, the I think... The manure's here. <laughs> anyway so go ahead number five number five pray hope don't worry worry is useless god is merciful and will hear your prayers i think sometimes we um tend to i say we i'm just gonna speak for myself tend to um block our blessings or the positive energy or the okay or the the things Can you start over please I was just saying that I think that um I think that sometimes we tend to block our blessings or the positive energy by our negativity or complaints uh sometimes even venting because I know we all need to get things off of our chest, but I think when it tends to create a negative wall, I mean, this negativity, and then after we're done, I think we should ask ourselves, how do we feel about that? How does that make us feel that we've now put our problem, our negativity to shared it with someone else? And it just, I can think that continuously spreads. So... I I I think sometimes we, we should just not worry, and if be we happy. Could be happy, that's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I, I am a worry wart, so this is something that I really need to work on, and in my personal life and my professional life, I worry about uh, trying to be a good person, trying to be helpful, and trying to balance that with my own personal laziness. And, uh, you know, work-wise, I worry about deadlines and, and the quality of my work. I want it to speak for itself. I want to build a reputation of being a dependable person and uh, and 
being dependable. I guess that would make me a dependable person, but being somebody that you can, being trustworthy, dependable, and reliable, and I worry about falling short of all those those goals. Right. But it, it says here, worry really is pointless. It's kind of like a rocking chair. It gives us something to do, but does not help us move forward. Of course, there will al- almost always be something to worry about, but dwelling on the worry will not help remedy the situation. The Lord hears each and every one of our prayers, and his mercy never fails. Amen, Brother Ben. Now, this is uh, St. Padre Pio, not, not <laughs> Brother Ben. <laughs> Amen, Padre Pio. Honestly, so, I haven't really done a lot of research. Like I mean, I said, I only... and like I said, I I struggle with my faith. It's something that I just I haven't come to terms in peace with yet, but I'm working on it. And uh, you know, my sense of humor, like I said, and we're cochinos, it sometimes conflicts with the uh, things that we we've been told to do and not to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm somebody, I'm not a big exerciser, but I do like to exercise my free will. I need to exercise a lot of everything, like body <laughs> and everything. <laughs> Go ahead. So I just wanted to share that with you. I, I it, it, something that it, it was introduced to me in a, in a time when I, I think I really needed it. And these are things that I'll, I'll think on these and and uh, and uh, and work on putting them into practice because a lot of this is really, just, whether you're a religious person or not, this is just good advice for the most part. It, it is, and I don't think that. I, I think that the difference and the change comes in is like you've read these and they've hit you in some form or manner, like they've touched you in some form or manner, and so now that you find this interesting or intriguing or encouraging or whatever it is. Now that you know these steps, or if you find one that works best for you, or you find one that you see yourself in, I think that when you're faced with another situation or a challenge, whatever that may be, you can reflect on what you, one of these, and it may help you not react or not get caught up because I, because I'm, when I do hear things and I'm like sitting in my, I'm just gonna say at work, if I'm sitting there and I'm faced with the really tough emotion that I'm trying to deal with, I have to stop and think almost the, you know, what would Jesus do? (laughs) And it's so hard because you just want to react in a certain way. And I'm like, I have a short temper. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I do too. And sometimes I shut down and I I don't want to be that inconsiderate, um, insensitive person, but yet there's boundaries and I have to be able to, I try to put my focus towards something else to make it more positive. And in these, each one of these steps, there is a, a better outcome not just for the person or the situation that you're dealing with, but more importantly for yourself, because I don't want to be anywhere and just be in constant misery. I don't want to be in constant complaint. I don't want to be in just depression or anything. So it's just a better way to deal with, to help you. And I don't think it's about being more religious or, you know, I think it's just being closer to God, whatever your struggle is. You know what I'm saying? No. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I'm saying, yeah, I know what you're saying. I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. But you use a lot of words to get there. <laughs> no, I feel like sometimes when I do go to church, I'm like, which, you know, the, the priest is like giving his homily. And I'm like, I'm so lost. Like, he's using sometimes big words and some things I can relate to. And I'm like, wait, where are you going with this? I'm so confused. And then at the very end, he might say like one sentence. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what all that was. <laughs> I need to go back home and start over. <laughs> it's It's funny how how like sometimes that stuff just comes into our life yeah. like uh, I, I mentioned uh when i was in kansas there was a girl who i had a huge crush on and she was a different religion than i am mm-hmm. and she invited me to her church and the first time it scared me it was a, a pentecostal church and i i had never been exposed to anything like that i didn't know what to expect our church is very i mean there's some there's like like choir music choral music choir music mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. whatever the word is yeah. and um you know there's a lot of kneeling and sitting and standing and kneeling and sitting and standing and kneel again (laughs) and sitting and standing (laughs) and and prayer and it's it's all pretty low-key you know Mm -hmm. and this pentecostal church was just alive with music and and people just running the aisles and and uh in a lot of ways it was kind of like a, a concert there was lights colored lights you know moving. It, it, they were it was a real big celebration but it really affected me because I, again coming from the the kneeling sitting and standing and you know mm-hmm. it was way unexpected but i got used to it and i went a couple more times when she invited me and there was one time that her pastor was giving a sermon and it was talking about um uh you know like being, uh, asking for forgiveness from, from like your brothers. Mm-hmm. And I was having trouble with my roommate at the time. And after that, I was like, wow, you know, that Makes I, sense. I've not done everything correctly in our friendship. I, I've made some mistakes and I've obviously done something to upset him. We're not getting along very well right now. And I approached him. I was like, look, you know, I heard this in a sermon and, I'm coming to you now to to tell you that I I know I've made some mistakes and whatever I've done to upset you I, I I'm I'm really sorry I, I apologize and it's that's an uncomfortable situation to be put in especially unexpectedly and maybe I should have warned him a little bit better because he laughed <laughs> <laughs> he laughed and would just kind of brush it off and I was like well I've done what I can if. Right, I, I've, I've done. I've made a gesture. Maybe not what I can, but I've made a gesture, and now I'm waiting for him. If, 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 uh, if he wants to continue this conversation or or bring it up another time, I'm willing to to talk it out. But we never really did, or we parted ways, and yeah, broke our up. friendship. De- yeah, our friend. What? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> our friendship definitely suffered for it. Yeah, but you know, you you take that. You took a step. And you took it in a way that you knew how and what felt comfortable to you. And you knew what was in your heart and what you were trying to do. It's not your job. You And I, know, I don't think you do feel like you didn't do enough or anything. But I'm just saying, we, I'm learning that we can't control well, I other people's feelings. I do, right. I always wonder, though, if I do enough. You because told I'm, me that. 
because I'm lazy and I and I feel like okay maybe I could do more but my laziness sometimes gets the better of me well I feel bad about that but you acknowledge that so maybe the next time I don't always do something about it right but the next time you're in a situation like that you know what I'm saying like you since you are aware of that issue you may be more um enticed to to actually do a little bit more like you look back and you're like i mean have you been faced with the situation like that you know since then not that same situation no but um you know i did see my uh a few of my former roommates last night and it was good to see them and like i said we we had some small talk just talking about work and stuff and um when we moved out they they were sad you know because we'd lived together for a while and they know my personality type is not the kind to reach out and just i don't know why i'm i'm very introverted even with people i already know mm-hmm. and i'm just not the kind of person who will reach out and call somebody or or text somebody just to keep in touch like they they have to do it to me and then i'll respond which makes it sound like they have to do all the work to keep our friendship going which is very selfish but last night after seeing them i was like yeah it was really good to see them again Mm -hmm. i i've i had a good feeling about it and uh we had talked about maybe getting together and having dinner sometime and it made me think i probably should reach out to them they're they're a young couple recently married they're starting their life and i I may not excuse me i may not be a part of their life forever but i should at least make an attempt to keep this friendship going because they're good people yeah and i have to say i'm i think i don't know if it's a family thing but i'm kind of like you like i consider myself after if i don't see people constantly whether it's working with them or some type of where i'm forced to see them (laughs) after that and then we could have we can form a great bond a friendship whatever it is like some of the most impactful people that have made impactful changes in my life or that have made me see things in a different perspective i really valued their opinions their encouragement everything and once i didn't see them anymore i don't keep contact i always tell them i'm a bad friend (laughs) like after this i know i'm not gonna see you no more i know i'm not gonna keep in touch with you and they're like no you need to you need to but it's not I, i i i don't know if it's because i let life and time control me or instead of me controlling it you know what i'm saying well, and everything saying, slips away. <clears throat> well, there's that saying that life always manages to get in the way. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that was supposed to be like a heavy, profound. It's supposed to be like, oh, man, that's so true. And it just it <clears throat> fell flat. Let me try it again. <laughs> there's that saying that life always manages to get in the way. Oh, my gosh. That is so <laughs> true. God. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let me try that one more time, and this time, be be really like heartfelt about it. This is the director of me coming out. So take back to take one, three. take three, and action. You know, cause 
There is that old saying, life always manages to get in the way. I've never thought of it like that. (laughs) Hey, I think I can be an actress. You could. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. You've never thought what? Go for it. I never thought about it that way. (laughs) That is so true. (laughs) Okay, I have a horrible story. I probably shouldn't say it. I'm not going to say it. Oh, come on. You can't tease and then not say it. Just right, okay, make it quick. Okay, I'm going to say it, we'll it and quick, you cause... decide if you want it in there, <laughs> if it needs to be excluded. So the other day, Andrea's here. My mom shows up, and my mom's like, calls me on the phone. Can you come to the door? And I'm like, yes. So I go to the front door, and she's like, what is that? And I have two um, patio chairs at the front door with a little patio table, and in one of the chairs is a bag, and it I can see aluminum foil, plastic grocery bag, and then inside of it's like a package of something, aluminum foil. I said, oh. Sorry, what kind of foil was that? Aluminum. <laughs> aluminum. Aluminum. I can't say those aminamin things. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some tin foil. There's. Thank you. It's not even tin, but we'll go with tin. There's some foil. Aluminum foil. Aluminum foil. And um, anyway, so I go, oh, that must be Andrea's food that she brought. She left it out here. So I grab the bag and I come inside and I'm like, Andrea's like, you left your food on the chair outside. She's like, I did not. Here's my food right here. Oh, whoa. <laughs> so, this is intriguing. What'd you get? So... My mom is like, Andrea's like, you better take that out. All this crazy stuff is going on. You shouldn't be bringing anything into your house. So I'm like, I'm like, okay. So I grab it and I'm like going to walk out. My mom's like, well, what is it? Let me see. And I had already, before she, let me back up. Before she said that, I had started to like open the bag and just kind of like poke around. Like it looks like food or something. But my mom's like, I'm like, I'm just going to take it out because I don't know what it is. My mom's like, here, let me check it. So my mom gets the bag and she's like slowly opening it like, you know, like something going to happen. You know, like she's in the suspense mode. And I can't say I was scared or worried, but I was just like, what the hell's going on? You know, I, I, I was curious. And then there was a slight, you know, thing of worry because I was like, why does it where did this come from All right, it was, let me just tell you what, what i'm thinking real fast before you reveal okay i'm thinking your mom's gonna pull out her handful of poop no. <laughs> <laughs> it's pound cake it was a cake wrapped up in foil from where my dear mother she was playing a joke on us <laughs> i can't believe y'all fell for that like, that is probably something you should not be joking about during a time like this. So no is poop? Is that not? No poop. It was pound cake. <laughs> All right. So here's a plan to get her back. You tell her you brought her some pound cake. <laughs> and wrap up some. Oh, my gosh. I dreamt of poop. That should be the title of your autobiography. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I did dream that. I'm not going to look it up. I don't know what that means. 
are you going to share your dream and then we can end the show? It was nasty. Just oh, thing. yeah, I don't want to. Okay, so I dreamed of poop coming out by Lord. This <laughs> I dream of genie. It'll be. Can you imagine how that's going to look on the New York, New York Times bestseller list? <laughs> Lord, I this tortoise. I dreamed of poop. <laughs> Let's make that a wrap. Oh, you mean to wrap up the show? <laughs> I thought that was funny. Like, you know, wrap it up. <laughs> Wipe it up. <laughs> I'll oh, stop. Gina. I'll yeah, stop. Yeah, please do. I'll stop. That's disgusting. Anyway, did we talk I about any turds in the toilet? They're just floating and stuck. I know. It's so crazy. <laughs> it sucks. It does. Same. Did we talk about what? Did we talk about anything we wanted to really talk about on the show? <laughs> uh, before we talked about the the poop revenge and you're not talking about your poop dream, we talked about <clears throat> a saint <laughs> and uh, church. We, yeah, and uh, very depressing uh, recent events and squatching. Yeah, interesting. That was my favorite part of the show. I want to get more into that. Yeah, I'm not much of a squasher. Not squash, squatch, as in Sasquatch. I'm not much of a squatcher. What happens when your back itches? I scratch it. I'm a scratch. <laughs> All right, cuz. All right, director me is out again. Let's make this funny and say you scratch it. Take two. What happens when your back itches? I scratch it. <laughs> hey, isn't that better? <laughs> We're such nerds. <laughs> All right. Well, look, if uh, you enjoy this show or any of them and you have any dysfunctional family stories you want to share with us or any uh, encouraging words of encouragement or Advice. words of discouragement or a poop dream that you don't want to share with us, you can find us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Num2Pod. That's N-U-M-T-W-O-P-O-D. Also, if you want to email us, Num2Pod at gmail.com. Oh, and I forgot, you can find us on Facebook also, Num2Pod. Again, that's N-U-M-T-W-O-P-O-D. And if you want to support the show, buy a shirt, because why don't you show them your shirt? You can find those at campfirepod.com slash merch. C-A-M-P-F-Y-R-E-P-O-D dot com slash merch. It's a great way to support the show. We thank you. We do thank you. We do. We do thank, thank you. you. All right, that's awful. Let's not was go there. Let's just continue. Oh, it was horrible. It felt like we were in church. <laughs> Let's just say goodbye to number two goodbye. podcast. We're gonna say, say goodbye, goodbye now and go enjoy our day. Maybe so come not. Come on and join us for the not next enjoy our time day. we talk about what we do with our life and make you feel better. Because it's always worse. <laughs> I'm, I'm really bad at the lyrics now. I'm running out of, I'm running out of steam. I'm running out of yeah. steam. Isn't there supposed to be somebody making a song for us? Yeah, but we haven't reached out to him. Yeah, we need to find out. Let's, so come and make some music for Number two podcast, we're gonna say goodbye now, so go and have a great week.
see you next time if cuz is available to record cuz she's going out of town and a little out of style and that's why I wore a tux to today Help me out, something. I just ha- I want to say that the next show should be interesting. Why is that? Because we're bringing my mother-in-law back. Oh, <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> can't wait. Oh, me neither. Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs>